0: it is Sunday night it is a special edition of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast I'm Elio he's Ben Ben how's it going
1: well this evening didn't get off to a very pleasant start oh no because now luckily these were not my new headphones that broke but the, my old ones broke oh no! just now as you were coming on the air
0: and um and by, me, get, by by broke me, mean like they
1: the like the the headphone the headphone mechanism fell off. Oh wow. It's hanging by a wire. Yes. Oh oh boy, that's not good. Um but luckily luckily these were not my new ones, but unfortunately we're not using the new ones this evening because I still can't figure out how to fucking charge them. <laughs> Because I have all these wires, but no USB with which to plug them mm-hmm. in.
0: Yeah, you, you showed me that earlier. I was like, what, "What wire is that?" That's like from the '80s. I had those for my eight-track player.
2: <laughs> exactly. So
1: it's. Uh, but on the on the positive note, we are joined tonight by a special four-legged co-host. Ah, oh, very good. Who is now looking at me very curiously because my voice is raised and I'm <laughs> pissed off now. It, it's okay. Oh, no. All right, so deep. Um... My my rage is keeping a 13 year old dog awake. <laughs> it's not it's not good.
0: So uh, how was your week? After so well, my my
1: week actually was very very good. Um, got my workouts in. I, well, work out, I should say. And then uh, I went to my brother's house last night, mm-hmm. hung out, watched a Rodney Dangerfield movie. Oh, what'd you watch? Uh, Back to School.
0: Oh, 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 such a good movie. I love that movie.
1: Um, well, we, we both had never seen it before.
2: What? That was your first uh, time watching it? Yes.
0: And what'd you think? I loved it. Oh, that was that, that's so awesome! I I still I still remember when I recorded it back uh, when it aired on um I think it was on NBC or one of those stations like it was around eighty seven something like that. So it's such a good movie from beginning to end. And how about that history No. Uh yeah, the history teacher Sam Kinison.
1: Oh, he, he he was such
2: an asshole. <laughs>
0: Well, I didn't know you wanted to join the discussion, Mr.
1: Helper. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was like, knew know what was funny? My brother was like, I didn't kind of feel bad for the guy because he's into the, into the other professor. Oh, the British guy? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, danger field ended up stealing her. But
2: yeah, yeah. The British guy was such an a-hole to begin with. Like, well, no wonder. <laughs> I wasn't speaking to you. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it just ended up being
1: a really fun movie. Yeah.
0: So neither of you had ever seen it before? No. That's okay. Oh, that's cool. Good. I'm happy you You saw a movie that I absolutely love. Very good.
1: Yeah, I, can, I can see it. I can, I can see the happiness. So I'm, I'm glad. Hey, yeah. take it easy. Yeah.
0: the war's over. And
1: for me. Well, I'm not a, I'm a lover. I'm not a fighter. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was hilarious. And then I was laughing my ass off when he did the when he did the triple uh you know, yeah. the triple Indian. Oh,
0: He's giving me a son advice. You don't lie to me, you like a girl. <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so I saw a couple of uh, actually. I before we uh, came on, the, before we uh, went on the air, I was I was watching the January the uh, third um, episode of Monday Night Raw, nineteen
2: ninety four. Oh, very I, cool. I
0: finished ninety three earlier, and then uh, I saw a couple of uh, videos as well.
2: So. Now, um...
1: We, we no like the one the one from ninety four. Which one was that? that this is, episode. That is a new year. The
0: um, hold on. Actually, I saw two. I want to say I there was January third and there was January tenth. The tenth was the one year anniversary of Monday Night Raw. Actually, that's the one I'm on right now. But the January third episode um. Of ninety four was uh yeah, that was uh the first show of the year. Oh cool. And that was um the only match on that one they had was smoking guns versus Ben and Big Long Bastion Booger.
1: God, what a weird combo. <laughs> right. Jesus uh,
0: and uh so yeah, I'm really enjoying uh reliving these uh, early
1: raws. Yeah, and um like I said, I'm just about to jump into uh um episode three. I'm a little bit behind you. Um and um so that's gonna be the loser leaves raw match between Rick Flair and uh, Mr. Perfect. Oh so you're gonna roll with the January then
0: uh, then next week you'll be all set for February? Yeah. Very good. So um the videos I watched, I saw Adam I saw a couple of wrestling videos on Tubi. So Adam Cole the Brain Buster. A.J. Styles "Living Phenom, and uh, Brodie Lee' "The Big Rig." I have to say of the three, um, Brodie Lee was the best one. Uh, A.J. Styles and Adam Cole were my least' favorites.
1: Well, it's, it surprises me that the Adam Cole one didn't uh, stack up, because so I would have expected that to have been good. Well,
0: see, these are all their matches from CCW. uh, But um, Adam Cole only had Sammy Callahan, uh, Tommy Dreamer, and Masada. AJ Styles only had AJ Styles versus Joey Matthews, and AJ Styles versus Christopher Daniels. So, three matches on the Cole one, and two on AJ Styles' video.
1: Well, you know, and and between you and me, like, Zzw or Ccw is um is kind of like the old version of like GCW. Yeah, right? yeah. And it's like I don't I was never really into uh to um combat zone wrestling, and nor am I into uh game changer wrestling. I think mm-hmm. I think they're both kind of bush league bullshit.
0: Yep. Now, uh, the Brodie Lee video, these are the matches that are on the Brodie Lee video. We had Brody Lee versus Greg Excellent. Then we had a tag team with Brodie Lee and Cheech versus John Dahmer and GQ. Uh We had six-man tag match. Brodie Lee, Cheech, and Cloudy versus Drew Gulak, Andy Sumner, and Nate Hatred. Uh, Brody, Cheech, and Cloudy versus Beef Wellington, Greg, Excellent, and Player Uno.
1: Beef Wellington.
0: Beef Wellington.
1: Oh my
2: God! Holy and, crap!
0: And Player Uno.
2: Oh, good lord!
0: So yeah, Evil Uno before AEW. And the last match on. Uh, Is that really who
1: it was, or are you just?
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm serious. Player Uno. Oh God. And the last match on the video was Brody Lee versus John Moxley.
2: Well that had to be a good one.
0: So that, was, that was the main event on that one. And then um movie-wise, I can't really I mean I tried watching um I tried watching uh, best in Memphis. I wanted to record that for the show tonight. However, something got messed up and the file disappeared. So I'm just going to go run through the card uh, when I rewatch it and uh, take down the notes. So other than that, um, yeah, uh, the only movies I had queued up next were wrestling the videos. I'm currently watching one called Canadian Wrestling's Elite, or CWE, out of uh, Vancouver.
2: Oh, Georgia. cool! Yeah,
0: yeah. So the Jake Jake Snake was like the special guest for the the one event they had, and uh, we that promotion is run by Danny Duggan, and it's got like guys like AJ Sanchez and and uh, several others that have been on WPOV with us.
1: I don't think I've ever heard of uh, AJ Sanchez.
0: AJ, he is a Canadian crusher. Oh, and the other one that was on, that was part of it was Tony Cusina. He's, uh, he was, he was a wrestler and he's also a trainer.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Very cool.
0: So, uh, that's about it that I have. Um, Um, What do we have for tonight? We have NXT Green American Bash, Dynamite, SmackDown, Rampage, Time Warp. I want to get Ben's thoughts on the early episodes of Monday Night Raw. And then we're going to find out who got got murdered backstage at Raw. Oh, God. (laughs) That's going to be fun.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) And of course, we have wrestling roulette. Very cool. All right, so, Ben, uh, to get into the Great American Bash, I know you didn't watch it because you said you don't watch NXT. Uh, no, no. All right, so uh, I saw this one, and actually, I enjoy this because I mean, it's a Great American Bash.
1: Well, I mean, and had I known we were going to cover it on the show, I would have. It's just that I, didn't, I figured we wouldn't cover it because... You know, we we had already done the show last week, so
0: Well the Green American Bash isn't really a pay view anymore since it's uh, NXT now. Yeah. So it's basically like it's just a regular episode, but like it yeah, with like uh, it's uh better like uh, better than uh, the regular episode of uh, NXT that we see every week. Makes sense. So here we go. All right, so the opening match, we have new NXT Women Tag Team Champions Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez defeating Toxic Attraction.
1: That that surprises me. I because uh, I I really thought that they were trying to really push Toxic Attraction but well, when I heard, uh, when I heard that one I got. Kind of surprise.
0: Well, see, um, I'm kind of, I'm uh, happy to see, like, new champions because Toxic Attraction, I've been a favorite of, I've been a fan of theirs from when I, they first uh, debuted there, but um, they've kind of, like, grown, grown stale after a while, so it's kind of good to, get to see new champions.
2: I can understand that.
0: Then we have my, my first low point of the show Trick Williams defeating Wesley.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I don't really understand what they're doing with Wesley. Because they've had him in like in these weird matches with Zion Quinn. <laughs> yep. And now they've moved him on to Trick Williams. And to be honest with you, I'm not really a Chuck Williams guy either, so it's just kind of weird <laughs> to me. And what is
0: Trick Williams doing? Defeating West Lee? This was a former Impact star. He's a WWE star, NXT. Like, what are you doing?
1: Well, I think I honestly think they they don't know what to do with him since um, since his tag team partner got fired. Mm-hmm. So I think he's just kind of stuck. In a limbo, which
2: is really unfortunate for a guy as talented as he is. Okay. So. And, then,
0: and then we had uh, Tiffany Stratton defeating Wendy Chu.
1: I've heard good things about Tiffany Stratton, but you know what? I'm...
0: She uh, she is improving in the ring from when we when I first saw her. <laughs>
1: Well, that's what I've heard from several sources on Twitter. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, it's just, I, every time I see Wendy Chu, I just have to like, you know, what the, f- she, she may very well be a good um, wrestler. Yeah. But the gimmick is so ridiculous. <laughs> it's just like, what is this?
0: <laughs> uh and- and of course, you already know the gimmick she had before, did Chu. you? Yeah, but
2: yeah. The, even even even
1: with that one, she didn't wrestle though.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. I like I like this character because we're at least getting to see her in the ring.
2: Yeah. So you know, I don't know.
0: And then we had the North American Championship: Carmelo Hayes defeating Grayson This was another good match.
2: Yeah, I uh, I really like Carmelo Hayes.
0: And this next one was another little point for me. I just don't get it. The Creed brothers defeating Damon Kemp and Roderick Strong to hold on to the NXT Tag Team Championships.
2: Well, what? Well, and and
1: you know, it's it's gonna sound like I'm making a joke out of it, but really, what have what have um, the the this version of the Diamond Mine done to deserve a tag team title match?
0: Well, this isn't, well, okay, the Creed brothers deserve the the tag team match, but, like, this just doesn't make, this is just Roderick Strong, like, uh, uh, trying to, like, be the boss and trying to, like, say he's the leader of Diamond Mine and stuff, and everyone has to fall in line behind him.
1: Poor Roderick Strong, he's probably itching to go to AEW to (laughs) hang out with his boys.
0: And in the in the main event, we had Braun Breaker defeating Cameron Grimes to hold on to the NXT Championship.
2: Um, that that
1: doesn't surprise me. You know, it, it's kind of like, it's. I feel like Cam and, and correct me if I'm wrong, because as as we've discussed, Ad nauseum
2: since this new version debut with NXT. But but isn't isn't it um. Could it be Could it be that Cameron Grimes is running out of shit to do?
0: Yeah, I don't know, like, what else you can do uh, with Cameron Grimes. I just think it's time to move him up to the main roster.
2: Yeah, I tend to agree. Now, one thing that I heard about
1: regarding um, a great American bash, and once again, I didn't see it, um I may take a look at it cuz I heard it was pretty decent. Um and once again had, had, I I know we were going to re- review it I would have watched it so I apologize to my co-host for that. But in in my defense I did watch a bunch of other stuff. Um including two two bonus episodes of Raw and um and Rampage which I don't typically watch since we uh removed it from our uh Q, but um, but yeah, the one thing that I found interesting was this QR code. Oh that yeah, I, uh, that ran during the show. I even forgot to bring this
0: up on uh on a Friday night because uh, uh, okay, I'm this is uh, I'm such a nerd because I actually scanned the QR code with my phone when I was watching it.
2: And what was it?
0: <laughs> so it's. 8, 10, 11. Right. I don't understand. That's all it was. That's all the QR code was. 8, 10, 11.
1: Oh, okay. Well, it's, it's probably like a, a a date or something like that. Um, yeah, and, 8, 8, 8, 10, 11. What's 8,
0: 10, 11?
1: Well, I, I, don't, I don't know. But... Uh, it's
0: like... It, 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 August 10th, 2011, October 8th, 2011, November 10th, 2008. It could be anything.
2: Yeah.
1: So we'll see. But I'm I'm really hoping that it'll indicate that at least, um, you know, maybe Triple H will be involved in some capacity Mm -hmm. or something like that. Once again, I don't expect the return of NIC Black and Gold no, but something um, has got to be d- done to try to, you know, invigorate this version of NXT. Because it's, yep. this, I mean, do you enjoy this version of NXT?
0: Some weeks, um, it's not a bad show. Um, I do enjoy the specials like The Bash and Halloween Havoc. Those ones are fine. But uh, I really miss like when it was black, the Black and Gold brand. I this yes. one really needs help because I wanted to uh, work with the with I want this NXT to work but just uh it's not doing it right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it. So,
0: so at uh, the 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 end of the match, uh, Braun Breaker is attacked from behind by and I can't believe I got this guy's name wrong. It's not Joe McDonald, it's J D McDonald. So Jordan Devlin. McDonald. Oh what, my
2: God. what is you know, going on? Why
1: did why did they why did they change Jordan Devlin? Why do you shorten it to JD? We all know who he is. You know, it, it's like it's like changing Tom Gru Jr. to Kerwin Light. <laughs> that was bad. What the hell are they doing? Uh, Oh, but
0: but um yeah it was so weird it's so weird it's so weird. so anyway that's uh bra breaker's next uh, challenger and uh, uh the, that's what we have for the green american bash um now we're gonna move on to dynamite ben what do you got
1: yep and uh just real quick before we get to it dynamite uh we're gonna step aside oh. and uh we'll be right back
0: uh, Alrighty, we'll be back here shortly.
1: And the ladies and gentlemen, we are back, and I have the AEW Dynamite review all queued up for you. So this was a this was a pretty decent episode. I wouldn't say it was one of the, the one of the best. But there were a few things that I really like and um did
0: you find it to be a bit of a weird episode
1: yes i I, I did as a okay. matter, as, a, as a matter of fact I did I'm right there with you okay maybe because uh, I even
0: said the same thing on Friday I'm like was it just me or was it was just a weird episode
1: so um what, did, what what did you find weird about it because I we just kind of want to compare notes
0: just like the whole atmosphere the whole show itself from I mean, from beginning to end had a very weird feeling to it. Like yeah, that yeah. that 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 Tony Storm Thunder Rose versus Nyla Rose and um Marina Shafir match. That was just weird. That apparently well, that, that, uh, that's apparently, a low
1: apparently,
0: point. Apparently they're called Thunderstorm now. That's a terrible name.
1: <laughs> Which no that's actually clever as fuck. But well, it's not really clever, but it it kind of works. I I don't mind it. No,
0: I mean it works, but I mean it's kind of
1: like I don't know. All right, can you go on? But um, there were a couple things that I like. Now, now, this first high point isn't necessarily because of the wrestling. It's more just the fact that it was executed, and that is um, you know, giving Warlow the TNT title. Up. Yeah. And I really, I really enjoy that because, you know, when Wardlow first started and he was under contract with MJF, I'm like, you know, where are they going with this guy? And then, you know, the more and more I saw of him, the more and more impressed I got.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, you know, now that he's out of the storyline with MJF and he's got a title on him, I'm, I'm really excited to see how far this guy can go because I, I think he could be a he could be a major piece for the company in the future. Um so so just, just seeing him put on the right path earns this a high point.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and then um and then the the next the the next high point that I had was um
2: Oh, I'm sorry, my computer's going a little slow. But um I uh
1: I also really liked the Penta versus Roosh. Mm-hmm. That one was really good because we ha- we haven't really seen a lot of Roosh since he was introduced to Double or Nothing.
2: Yep. And I think a lot of that was
1: because he was introduced with Andrade. And then Andrade got married to Charlotte, and was on the honeymoon, and then you know, so he, so Roosh by virtue of that may have been put on the back burner until Andrade got back. Yeah. I don't know, but you know, from what I've seen of Roosh in you know Ring of Honor, I'm really excited to see what he can do in AEW. Now I'm not, I'm not gonna you know go completely crazy and call this a game changing signing because everything's seems to be game-changing nowadays All right. to some degree or the other, but I, I am really excited for Rish, and I, I think this is a massive opportunity for him. So uh, shout-out to both guys for putting on a really good match. Um, and then, um, you know, the the – the low point, obviously, I'm right there with you. Marina Shafir and Nyla Rose versus Thunder Rose and uh, or Thunder Rosa and uh, Tony Storm.
0: Nyla Rose has the worst entrance music.
2: Yeah, she really is. She, it's just, it's just bad. But um,
1: I would, um, I, I would also give another high point to the main event. And you know, look, I'll, I'll uh, I will qualify it by saying this: you know, we knew Brody King had no chance of beating John Moxley, given that John Moxley one is who he is, but number two, um, the fact that he just was crowned the interim AEW champion at the uh, at the pay per view. We we get all that, but that being said. The story that they told with um, you know Brody King winning the the two ring battle royal and the way that he disposed of um, of uh, Darby Allen to win the match, you know, by putting him to sleep and dropping him over the top, mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. And then apparently um, after the match was after this match was over. Um, Sting and Darby Allen came out to ringside Um, so it looks like they're going to continue that storyline and I am a massive fan of Brody King uh, from his time in uh, Ring of Honor so I think it's just a perfect fit with him and House of Black and I'm, I'm really excited to see what he and the rest of the action can do because it, I mean it's between them and Blackpool Combat Club as to you know who gets the the titles first once the trios tag team titles are introduced okay. um, but I think I think that the tag team division in uh, in aew just has a lot of intriguing possibilities and you know Brody King and the House of black are definitely. Um, at the top of that list and um, I think I think Brody King may have shown something to several people uh, tonight because we are not tonight I, it's not like we're, we're watching Dynamite tonight but as a, as a result of this match because in, in AEW so far we've only seen him as part of a tag team in House of Black so to To get him a little bit of shine and in a big single spot, I think that that's really cool, and I think he uh, had a, had a nice showing. So, hats off to him!
0: All right, very good. And I had pretty much same uh, high points and low points. However, so I'm, um, I'm gonna put the uh, the. Uh, Gun Club and the Acclaimed match in there as well. I, uh, this was a weird match: Bear Country, Fuego del Sol, and Leon Rock.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was very odd.
0: That is easy. That's what I. That was one of the matches I found very strange: Gun Club and the Acclaimed against these four.
1: So, so you're you're putting that as a low point?
0: That's a low point as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. Point. All right, is that all we have for AEW? Yeah,
2: at least until we get to rampage.
0: Right. So now we're gonna move on to SmackDown and okay. <laughs> oh this show. What do <laughs> I
1: begin? I, can I say it? Oh we'll go. Now look. <laughs> you
2: know, we
1: say we say it every week. Ladies and gentlemen, and it gets it gets to the point where you know we, we run the risk of it being a cliche at this point. But but you know, we at the end of the at the end of the day, we have to be honest with you. Um I truly believe that SmackDown sucks. It does it uh, terrible.
0: You wanna know how terrible it is? Okay, Ben. On the other show. What do you think that uh, we graded this show?
2: I'm
1: gonna say a D plus.
0: Um, actually, uh, me and Tony were being generous because we gave it a C plus, a C plus, or C minus. No, we gave it a C minus. Clay was not so generous. What do you think he gave it? An F. He gave it a D minus. He said this
1: uh-huh. show was terrible. Well, I agree. Clay and I, Clay and I, get along. <laughs> this one this show sucked. I mean this this, this was absolutely
0: we, have, we have grown, freaking terrible grown men coming walking out shaking their
2: okay, Yeah and, and
0: producing tickets with the word ass beating
2: <laughs> it was it was
1: atrocious absolutely atrocious I mean
0: between this talking about his balls and the uh, new day talking about ass beatings, do I watch a uh grindhub film?
2: Well, I, I don't know, but it's
1: certainly not the wrestling I grew up with. I mean, goddamn.
0: I mean, compare this compared to what you watched uh, earlier, uh, the, the first episodes of Monday Night Raw. Like, there was a big difference.
1: Yeah, definitely. And so, you know, and those those early episodes had their hiccups, believe me, but n- not nothing down to the level of
2: no. you know,
1: ass beatings and ass shakings card of Kofi King and Xavier Woods. And um and right off right off the bat, the lowest of the low points, even lower than two men shaking their ass. Um can we mention Marseille and Montreux as a low <laughs> oh, point? Jesus. This is so bad!
0: Oh my god! You know, ben, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. We're as a fans. We're gonna end the show right now. I'm gonna go watch a Tarantino film because I don't know if that's what I was watching here or if I was watching SmackDown. It was just weird.
2: Yeah, it's just um, you know. <sighs>
1: I feel bad for La Knight.
0: Oh man, what what have they done to him?
1: I, I I really do. You know he he has to get on the air and and literally try to sell this thing.
0: I I, I, I really hate that catch freeze that they gave him to say. I really. I, it,
1: I mean it's this it, it's like a it's like a porno, right? It's just. And if, and first and foremost, you know, this is, this show is for children.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> good God.
0: Uh, I don't know if I told you this. Did I tell you Booker T's uh, take on this? No. Okay. Ben, now look. T's Fucking these wrestlers that have their own podcasts, they do, I'm talking about former WWE su- superstars who now have their own podcast and give their own horrible takes on the product, like Bully Ray does. Okay. Right. Booker T was asked about, uh, made a, commented on um, his thoughts on uh, this whole uh, Max Dupree. Yeah. He said, This is gonna work because it's targeting the female audience. It's going to work. Give it time.
2: But Lord Jesus, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know about all that. I mean, no. I I don't. I
1: don't see this working. I mean, I. Like you said, you got kids watching
0: this. What? What? And you, have, and you have an Ellie Knight out there talking about like a guy's legs and his arms and.
1: And his inseam measurements. And, uh, and, he, and you got tennis balls and their shorts and shit. God. Making it look like they, they both got erections. Oh, you know, it's what just, this- it's terrible.
0: What is, what is going on?
1: You know, and, and I can't believe I just said erection. Who? Went to- we're talking about a, a, a wrestling segment in 2022. I have a question: Who,
0: who's, a, who, uh, who's creative on uh, SmackDown? Who is like runs creative? Is that Bruce? Yeah, that's Bruce. What the f- oh, fu- okay. <laughs> oh, f- oh, fuck? Okay. Fuck you, Bruce You suck. She, I, oh, I now I hate him even more. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, I I honestly I don't know how this gets past people.
2: Like, how do they how,
0: how he, give stuff like this a green light? I don't understand. It, in a SmackDown on Friday, it looked like we were watching an episode that was rewritten at the last minute because I'm sure because I think what they if they had something before that, it must have been better because this was just bad
2: yeah it, it, you know th- there's no
1: words to properly express just how absolutely
2: disgusting this was.
0: I can't even give you a high point if I have to give you one I would go with the, the opening segment with the, the Roman reigns and the bloodline. That's it everything else is a low point on well, this show
1: Well I mean and, and justifiably
2: so justifiably so and to your point, Okay, it's just the only high point that I could give possibly would be
1: Ludwig Kaiser versus uh, Shinsuke Nakamura with Gunther. Okay,
0: that, that that one that one actually I gave a high point uh, as well. But oh, you know well, I, I, I see I see Ludwig Kaiser uh, win uh, versus uh, Gunther.
1: Well. Maybe to you know to facilitate the breakup, but mm-hmm. um, but I mean, I I mean I would rather box with God than take a chop from there. Uh, oh, yeah. good uh, God! <laughs> oh my
2: God! Yeah.
0: Uh, I felt so bad for moving uh, every time uh, he uh, like got to him get up, and he'd be standing there cringing and like waiting for that shot.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's just bad. Well, ba- bad for Ludwig, good for us. <laughs> right.
0: And then, of course, we had Ronda Rousey and Italia. That was not no point for me.
1: That has to be. Can we just stop with this shit?
0: Yeah, and, and another one too. Um, I don't even think this took place. Aliyah and Lacey Evans, you come out to the ring three times. You cut a heel promo. You punch Aaliyah, which I'm very upset about because what the hell?
1: Yeah, plus plus Aaliyah is gorgeous. Can we just admit? Like Aliyah is yes. just she's absolutely beautiful. Um and the the thing is, um, like I understand that that. Lacey is trying to portray a, a heel, you know, and and stuff like this. But I th- I think where they went wrong with this, well, number number one, they kept flipping her between Raw and SmackDown and stuff like that. And then and then they run these these promos explaining this sob story. Mm-hmm of Lacey Evans and, and listen I, I I believe that th- that is based in reality I do think that um, that she had a very challenging um, childhood and her father was an alcoholic I, I don't see why anybody would lie about that so I'm not I'm not saying that that, that, that part is fake um and I am um, I'm certainly not making fun of that in any regard whatsoever. Um, but I think when you bring that kind of stuff into a storyline and you're trying to force it down people's throats in order to make us feel sorry for Lacey Evans. Um and that's how you want us to connect with her, by feeling bad for her? Look, if they – because I said, I said at the beginning of this gimmick that I – even though I wasn't thrilled with it, I, I did like the fact that they were bringing up her, her real-life military record. You know, this woman is everything that she says she is on the mic. She is a badass like she, she, there's no there's no argument about that um but i think i think number one she is a terrible heel <laughs> cuz it's not you can't buy into it whatsoever no,
2: um
1: that
0: promo was just terrible that she did
1: well that's my point the promo was terrible yep she can't back up anything she says in the ring I mean, look, you may be a badass in the battlefield, but you can't if you you can't wrestle. I mean, I'm sorry, I I have nothing bad to say about the woman. It's just that it's like it's like she's being forced down our throats almost to the level of like a Charlotte Flair, um, with this gimmick. And you know, I think if you're gonna bring in somebody's like legit. Military record, and 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 like I said, I think her backstory is legit, but I think I think that has to come up naturally. It can't be it can't be used in a in a in a cheap way in a heel promo. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, because to say to say that you owe. That we owe her a certain response, like I understand that a that's a heel tactic and I, and I guess my main issue is her
2: delivery um, yeah. you know but it but it it didn't land long story short um and and, and you know every everything
1: everything about this was bad and 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 you take away the actual content of the promo you know look at how heavy the 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 women's roster on smackdown is in terms of heels and all you're doing is adding another one with Lacey Evans how is she possibly going to distinguish herself based on
2: that promo from all the women that you already have on SmackDown down at her heels. I mean it so all of those different things is just it's not it's
1: not adding up to a successful heel run for um lacey evans.
2: And look like I said not a lot of this is not her fault, right? Yes, the
1: delivery of the promo was awful, but since she debuted, going back to the sassy Southern Belle gimmick, first, first of all, she looked like she was on the cover of an uh, of a like a baking soda commercial. <laughs> you know, it, she just it, it wasn't it, it wasn't gonna work from the get go, and th- and now even even though they have a gimmick that fits her better,
2: like. If it were because if it were me right th- th- this is this is just me and, and my respect
1: for the military right because i i t- I come from from a family that has several individuals in it that have served in the military my grandparents were, were in world war two they I mean they're legit badasses you know so it's like when i when I hear a story like that, I automatically want to cheer for the person because she is a legit badass like I said everything Lacey Evans said was true that doesn't that doesn't add up to me wanting to boo her number one and number two when she's that bad on the mic
2: virtually begging us to respect her but yeah she's a heel like
1: and all of this was was delivered in a heel way that was horrible. Yep, it just doesn't work. Yep, you know I I don't know. So a lot of low points on SmackDown, ladies. You know,
0: lots of low God, points. This Show, my God. So is, that, is that all that we have? Yes, sir. All right, let's move over to Rampage, fam. What do
1: you got? For me, this was the show of the week. Believe it or not, I am I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, Rampage.
2: Okay.
1: All right. Um, excuse me. I'm gonna mute myself. Hold on. <laughs> no, I couldn't find the mute button. Sorry about oh, that. Damn, I should have muted.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's okay. We do. We do. We do it real on the show.
1: But um, sorry, I'm I'm allergic to SmackDown creative. I'm sorry. Right.
0: Thank
1: you. Um, there you go. That explains it. No, no <laughs> uh. But yeah, uh, so high, first and foremost highlight of the night for me was um was uh Kings, Kingston versus uh Tana Kanesuke- Kinsuke- Takeshita Takeshita, yes. Um Thank you. I can never pronounce these names.
0: Oh, and uh, by the way, after after you're done, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna talk about the, something that starts next week. Go on.
2: And then I also like the
1: Gates of Agony match. Did okay. um, see
0: them on TV on AEW? I mean Dynamite.
1: Uh. No, we no, we've only seen them on. No, the, I said on, you think.
0: I said do you think we're going to see them on Dynamite.
1: Yes, I do. Okay, all
0: right.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, I misunderstood your question. I'm sorry. Um, but um, but I, I definitely want to see more of them. This this match was definitely uh, to set up uh, Jonathan Gresham joining um the Tully Blanchard Enterprises group. I'm
0: oh, sorry, who, is a, who who was the
1: other one? It was the Great
2: O'Khan and who's the other that you said? Uh it's it's Great O'Khan and um oh who was it?
1: Uh uh to Oh him. Um and um so I definitely want to see more of these guys, but this this was used to set up, like I said. Uh, Johnathan Gresham joining Tully Blanchard Enterprises, which I'm kind of dubious about. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not hating on it because I, I, I want to see more of it. But, um, you know, you already have, um, you know, Gates of Agony and Brian Cage, and now you're bringing in Jonathan Gresham, who, who Jonathan Gresham is a badass wrestler you know, no argument there, but you know, this group of Tully Blanchard Enterprises is comp- is comprised of absolute giants. And here comes Jonathan Gresham, who, you know, his, his head looks like it's sitting on top of a mountain based on the side of, size of his shoulders, but let's, <laughs> let's be honest, next to Brian Cage and these other two gargantuan motherfuckers, he's five foot nothing. Um. So it, it it's just gonna be very interesting. Um. The other the other part that I really liked was um. Orange Cassidy versus Tony Nice. Okay. Um. Orange Cassidy is starting to grow on me a little bit. I was I was very dubious for a long time considering uh, the gimmick. But I, I really enjoyed his showing at uh at the pay per view Forbidden Door. I yeah. thought I thought he really showed up uh, nicely against Will Osprey. Um so yeah. Um shout out to him. And you know, niece is niece is always very good in the ring. Um so that was another high point. Uh low points, um Serena Deeb and Mercedes Martinez versus Kayla Sparks and Christina Marie. Um, and then, uh, what was the other one? Uh, let me look. And I think that was the only low point I had. All right. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of sad that I'm, I'm gonna miss the the next ROH pay-per-view on the twenty third, but um Oh which one was that again? That is um said
0: Death Before Dishonor?
1: Yes. Oh but but I'm going to be attending uh the next show for Il- Il- Elite Pro.
2: Okay. Oh, yeah.
1: So I won't be I won't be able to purchase that pay-per-view. And I don't know about you but I don't like to purchase replays of pay-per-views. No, and it's just kind of like
0: I I hate that. I like what, like I know. mean, like okay before, before I was able to watch them live, I'd go and watch the replay. But like even then, like I really hated like sitting there watching the show that already took place.
1: Yeah, it's just kind of weird.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: all yeah, right. that's all I had for Rampage, but I thought it was a very solid episode.
0: All right, very good. Um. So I'm just looking at Wikipedia because Ben, what day is it today?
2: It is what day is it today July is 10th What day is July 16th uh that that would be Saturday That is
0: the first day, day one of the G1 climax
1: uh i will I trust can't. you i will trust you to watch the, the majority of that
0: i cannot wait. i love the g one climax. It's a whole month july sixteenth to august eighteenth
2: and um let me see uh, i believe they have uh, the venues um no i see um yeah, so there's four block
0: round robin tournament, twenty eight participants, eighty seven matches played.
2: Eighty
1: seven so, matches, my god! No wonder it's a month now, long.
0: No, no, I, I'm guess, I'm guessing. It's just a guess that that that's just the one. I'm I because I'm pretty sure com- all the G one events combined are. There's more than just uh, 87. So yeah, this is gonna take place in Sapporo and Miyagi and in Tokyo. These those are all the the locations for the G1. Cool. And night one and night two. The so all the nights have been uh set up, all the matches are all set up. So for night one. Actually, uh, let's take this because how many knights are there? Okay, we'll take uh, two knights at a time. Okay. So for night one, we have Kazushka Okada versus Jeff Cobb in the block A. Now each knight uh, has one match from each block.
2: Right. So
0: block B, we have Sonata versus Jay White. Block C is Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Aaron Hanari or Toa Hanari. And the final match for Block D on night one Will Osprey versus El Fantasmo.
2: That's going to be a good one.
0: Now, have you ever seen El Fantasmo? Y- yes. Yeah. He's uh, he's uh, a yeah, Bullet Club. Absolutely. All right. And uh, here we go. This is. Night two. Night two will take place from the Hokkaido in, in Sapporo, Japan. And block A is Toriano versus Jonah, or the former Bronson Reed. <laughs> block B is Tomohiro Ishii versus Taichi. Block C is Saksaber Jr. versus Kento. And block D. Shingo Takagi versus Juice Robinson.
2: Sounds like sounds like a good lineup.
0: So yeah, that, that's um night, night one and night two, and uh, as this goes on, um, we'll we'll look at all the other the following nights like three, four, and so on.
2: Very good.
0: So um, fans, we'll be right back because Ben, I. We're going to find out. I, I heard that I was listening to the news and uh, there was a murder backstage at Raw. So we're going to find out what happened. Oh, God. We'll be right back. All right, Ben, let's find out who got murdered backstage. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, your
2: first uh, selection starts now. Stop. Wait, try it again. Stop. Okay, we have Nikki Bella. Oh god.
0: Nikki Bella is the victim. Now we want to know who found the who found the body. So remember two seconds and count one, two, and then stop, okay? Okay. Okay. Stop. Ooh. Brock Lesnar found the body.
2: Oh lord. <laughs>
0: Is the lead
2: detective, Ben? Let's find out. Go. Stop. Wait. Ooh,
0: Alexa Bliss is the lead detective.
2: Oh, Jesus. That means
1: Lily is on the case.
0: <laughs> All right, who is the major suspect, then? Go. Stop. What the fuck? <clears throat> <laughs> that makes no sense Nikki Bella is the major suspect
1: well yeah she's got a if she's the lead detective she's got a
0: no she's
1: not the lead detective Alexa Bliss is oh so so Nikki Bella was the victim and the lead uh...
0: no and, and the major suspect
1: oh
2: god I don't know how that works all right, here we go. Who who is who has the alibi? And go. Stop. Well, ooh,
0: Triple H has the alibi.
2: Oh, oh boy.
0: <laughs> okay, now it's time to take a look at the, the
2: suspects. Okay. All right, suspect number one. Stop. Okay.
0: Kane is suspect number one. Oh, boy. (laughs) Suspect number two is go. Remember, one, two, and stop. Go. Stop. Ooh, suspect number two is the Undertaker. Oh,
2: boy. Okay. All right, then. Go. Stop. Oh. Okay.
0: Suspect number three, Nia
1: Jax. Uh, <laughs> can we just say she did it so we can lock her off and get her away from wrestling? Please. <laughs> <I> Thank <get it. laughs>
2: you. The quickest way
1: to solve the case in TNT progression wrestling podcast. Congratulations.
0: Let's see who, who hid the body.
1: What and go?
2: Stop.
0: Oh, jeez. And
1: veer Mahan? Really? Oh, Christ. <laughs> oh, my <I'm
2: dumb. laughs> You can't make this shit up, folks.
0: But ultimately, who was the killer, man?
2: Go. Stop. Oh. This is interesting. <laughs> who was it?
0: Okay, who did we say was the lead detective?
2: Uh, the lead detective was. Uh... Oh shit! Who was Alexa Bliss? Right. Uh, yeah.
0: The killer. No, sorry. Yeah, the killer. of the killer? Right.
1: Yeah. The killer is Alexa Bliss. Well, I told you. She had to throw everybody off the trail.
0: Now let's see who who the judge is. Are you ready? Yes, sir. And go.
2: Stop. Oh,
0: okay. Mark Henry's the judge. Oh,
1: jeez. <laughs> <laughs> talking about a cross promotional mayhem. <laughs> but I want to know who went to jail.
2: And go. Stop. Wait! Wait, hold on. Hold on. Give me a give minute. The... All right, go. Stop. Wait, let's uh redo redo that one. Jesus Christ. We're alive, Elliot. What the hell are you doing? Oh wait, stop. Oh. This is interesting. Seth Rollins went to jail. Well these these detectives suck. Damn. Ooh, like who snitched? Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. Stop. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Wait, let, let, let me redo that Wait, okay. Okay, now you snitch. Oh god.
1: What a what an interesting case.
0: <laughs> I'm you, this is messed up. It's like what's going on? <laughs> All right, so that's a, a,
2: murder,
0: a murder mystery game. I, I just found that. I thought it'd be, I thought it'd be cool to do that.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, so we're getting into time warp, and I originally I had um, best of Memphis, nineteen eighty-two to eighty-five, running Two. I really wanted to play that on here. But the file got messed up. So I'm not going to go and redo all two hours. So I'm just going to rhyme the matches off when I rewatch it or go through it again. And so we are going to take a look at something that we started last week. Monday Night Raw from the beginning and last week I covered January 11th to the 18th. And uh, know to the 25th, but uh, Ben, you just saw episodes two and three, episodes one and two, correct? Okay, uh, first of all, we we have now that Bobby Heenan segment, yeah, that was only one time that wasn't like a running joke there with him trying to get in the building, Doug, because he was he was uh, part of the commentary uh afterwards.
2: Yeah, well, it, well, it was it
1: was a running gag in episode two, but not episode one.
0: Right? No, I'm no, I'm saying like uh, like afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. But um, did you notice the other guy, Rob Bartlett? Yes, I did. Oh fuck! What do you think? Thoughts on that guy?
1: I wasn't very impressed. Somewhat. Oh, and, I
0: can't stand that guy. And maybe you know more than I do. Why didn't
1: he last very long?
0: I really don't, I really have no idea. I can't really answer that because I don't even know much about, about that
1: guy. You know, I'm going to on-the-fly research.
0: Yes, double on-the-fly research because I'm going to look this guy up. Rob
2: Bartlett. Okay. um, An American actor. Uh, that that can't be right. That can't be the same one, right?
0: No, it is. It's the same one. He's an American actor. Yep, he's done film, theater, and television, and he's a writer and comedian.
2: Oh, very cool.
0: So, but yeah, there's not much. Cause I'm looking at this Wikipedia page. There's not much else. Uh, about yeah, I'm him.
1: Try- I'm trying to um, see if he mentioned his uh, wrestling. So okay,
0: all right, okay. Here's why, why he didn't last. He was, he was one of the three original hosts of the World Wrestling Federation's money, along with Randy Marchman and Savage and Vince McMahon. His commentary was poorly received as he had little knowledge of the wrestling business. His final appearance on the professional wrestling program was April nineteenth, nineteen
2: ninety three. Oh yeah. Okay.
0: So there's that answers your question. He knew nothing about wrestling. And why do you bring him on? Why? Why do you do that?
1: Well, they, well, they did the same thing to. Uh, um. Oh God who who was the who was the commentator before they bought Jimmy Smith
2: in? I, uh, I forget.
0: Oh, oh, what the
1: fuck?
2: Oh, oh who, who was the guy that uh,
1: that said we're gonna need a bigger boat?
0: No, I know who you're talking about. I just the name uh, right now. Oh, ah, it's gonna kill me. Fans, we'll be right back. Okay, Ben. Adnan Burke is who we were talking about. See how memorable he was? We couldn't even remember his name.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs>
0: Alright, so um, we already uh, went through uh, January 1st to the 25th, but Ben, be, seeing the, how you just watched these uh, earlier, uh, what are your thoughts on episode number one?
1: Um, you know, I, I could definitely see that they were, um, that they were treading new territory for the time. Um, but I, uh, I was not impressed with the, um, first episode by and large, it just felt like it was, um, all over the place and I will, uh, I will pull up the, specific examples for some reason it's it's not on my computer for some.
0: So the runtime for this was 46 minutes. Now this got a one-star rating this episode. This is a debut episode and it got one star.
1: Well and, and to be honest with you I am not surprised mm-hmm. um by that based on what I saw because you no know, I I had expected um, bigger things because the the first um, the Yokozuna was in the first match, so I'm yep. like, okay, this is gonna be interesting. Yep. And then it kind of went it kind of went downhill from 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 there because we had a
2: in ring uh,
1: interview with uh, with Razor Ramon because he he was uh he took on, um, he took on Shawn Michaels at the Rumble for the Intercontinental title, and um, so that was probably the high point. The Razor Ramon interview, um, and then uh, Shawn Michaels was on the same show against
2: Max. Hold on, hold on, hold
0: on. He took on Shawn Michaels for the was wasn't that, um, Marty Trinetti Rumble '93?
2: Um. Oh, oh. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm sorry. Razor Ramon was taking on. I think
1: it was Bret Hart. Yeah, Bret Hart. He was uh for the WF title. Yeah. Yeah, and then it was uh Shawn Michaels versus Marty Jannetty because um they got uh Shawn Michaels on the phone talking about how uh Sherry was gonna side with him. Yeah. Um. So good catch. Uh, and then uh, Shawn Michaels had a match with with uh, Max moon for the Intercontinental title.
2: Uh-huh.
1: It was a uh, it was a glorified squash match <laughs> um, and uh, Ma- Max moon for those of you that don't know is uh, Conan yeah of wCW and uh, uh, TNA f- uh, fame. He's also been on uh, AEW. He did a, he did a spot with um, with uh, Proud and Powerful during one of the Stadium Stampede matches.
0: And also part of an MLW.
1: Exactly. Um, so then the the next part was um, going over the participants in the Royal Rumble. They, they went down the whole list. And then, um, and
0: you want to do these, uh, pay per views? Uh, if we haven't already done, or do you want to just skip them all?
1: What uh, What are you like, talking about? Royal Rumble '93,
0: like rumbles, uh, like we Survivor Series. We did WrestleMania Nine, I remember, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we so, can we can
1: start doing them again. That would be, be fun.
0: I don't think we've done a Rumble '93 or SummerSlam '93.
1: Yeah, I think we I think we can do that. All
0: right,
1: cool. Yeah, so we'll do we'll do Royal Rumble next week and then SummerSlam, uh, leading into the actual SummerSlam in a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah,
1: that works. So th- that works very well. Okay, cool. Um, and then I I found these uh these Doinks the Clown bits uh, to be very <laughs> odd because oh. they kept. They kept showing him during the various matches, and then he was interviewed by um, by uh, Vince McMahon because he yeah. was constantly threatening um he was constantly threatening crush who got pissed off
2: because uh because you know crush was coming after him for scaring the children. Yeah.
0: Now there was only one doink on this, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. uh, ben, uh now do you recognize this guy, Matt Born? Okay, that's Matt Born. He was in the first WrestleMania, right? So yeah. Um. Also, he played Big Josh in um WCW. I
1: don't. I don't remember Big Josh.
0: Oh, okay, he, he had that the, like rubber track gimmick in WCW.
1: I don't. I don't recall. Okay. Yeah, it was around ninety two, ninety three, around there, But Yeah, I, I started watching WCW around, uh, you know, the NWO coming in.
0: Oh, okay. So, okay. All right.
1: Because, um, like, when I, when I was really young, like, I had seen WCW in 92, 93, but, I, like, I wasn't old enough to actually recall
0: okay, yeah. a lot of what was going on. Yeah. So okay, this uh yeah well I ask you if there was only one point because it's gonna get even crazier as WrestleMania grows closer and after the the Raw after Mania it's gonna be even weirder. <laughs>
1: yeah, so You're I'm going. uh I'm waiting with bated breath to see what happens with blank and Crush. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, but you know overall I wasn't I wasn't too enthralled. With this episode, I mean, I definitely understood what they were trying to do, mm-hmm. but uh, they, they definitely had some kinks they had to work out. The uh, the main event was um, bad. Undertaker, Undertaker had bad matches on Raw. <laughs> well, well, I, I don't know if it was all Undertaker's fault or if it was because Damien Demento was so bad, but. Good God!
0: No, I'm saying like uh, like some of these the other matches that he has like on uh, as as you get into the these uh, episodes even further.
2: Yeah, well, I definitely wasn't impressed early on.
0: I think you mean, Demento, I was never a fan of.
2: Well, so I can understand that based on what I saw. All right, so
0: uh, is that all we have for episode one? Yes, sir. All right, so now we move on to episode number two, in which took place January 18th of 93. This one uh, got two stars. Total to runtime, 44 minutes.
2: And uh, let me
1: pull up the uh, the review for that. For some reason, that has also disappeared from my queue. Hold on. I'll, it won't take too long. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Du- 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 you can you can do something useful by the, the Jeopardy thing. <laughs> um now um, the these matches these early
0: Raw's were like uh, an episode of AEW rampage. Like with the format, like three matches.
2: Yeah, I I noticed that.
0: Because uh, I I noticed when I started doing this uh, two weeks ago, I'm like i flying. Why am I flying through these episodes? And then I'm counting. Like there was only like three matches, and everything else like segments, interviews.
1: Right. Okay. So I got it. I got it. Right. Okay.
0: So um.
1: So first up was good lord. If I can actually read properly,
0: and, uh, Mr. Perfect and Terry Taylor.
1: Yeah, you know, and and maybe it's just me, but I I was was never really a fan of Terry Taylor.
0: No, and uh, he's another one that uh, was a bigger name uh, back in the eighties when he was in the UWF.
1: I mean, no disrespect intended, but uh, yeah, but it it just wasn't my cup of tea.
0: Well, he was giving some really bad gimmicks to like the Taylor Made Man.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the Red Rooster. Oh
2: my God!
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. And then during this match, I, I was a little bit thrown off because they had um they had Bobby Heenan on the on the phone because Rob Bartlett had gotten pissed off at him for some unknown reason and had torn up a picture of him, kind of like uh Sinead O'Connor did on, uh, on S-N-L. uh SNL of the Pope. That's what this reminded me of, and given the time frame, I think that's what this is based off of. But I couldn't really I figure know. out what the what um, Bartlett's problem was with him. And so- I
0: just really cannot stand this guy. This Bart thats what made these early episodes of Torchwood like get through.
1: Portial, think, partially, you're absolutely right.
0: You know, it's like good lord. Like, the, the shows themselves are already aren't uh, that great, but he just made it worse
2: yeah i agree i definitely agree um and then uh then, then we had uh yeah. the, he didn't finally got off the
1: phone thank god that was just very weird and then um though
0: you'll notice they'll do that a lot in these episodes
1: and then Mr. McMahon was was in the ring talking to t- talking to Bret Hart. Yep. And uh Brett was getting upset because um Razor had attacked uh Owen Oh Owen and then was also threatening to, to slap Stu Hart. Yep. Who at this point was seventy-eight years old. Um you know, I mean, I I understood it, and I, I'm not like the virtue signaling here, but why why is it that why is it that uh, a theme of wrestling is like slapping the elderly parents of your opponent? It's just uh, kind of weird.
0: I guess it was just a way to get heat back then. Uh...
1: Yeah, I mean, you don't really see it nowadays, but no. The last time uh, the last time I remember seeing it was 2006 with the Edge and John Cena feud. Like, like um,
0: r- the early uh, 80s, Arn Anderson would would be like, I'd slap my grandmother for 50 cents.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Jeez. <laughs> wow, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, you're a cheap date there, Arn. <laughs> nice. I don't I don't need to see elderly violence. Place. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, um, and then, um, but, uh, a large theme drive this episode, and I may not be, I may not be going in order, but, uh, Bobby Heenan was in disguise, uh, trying to get in the building. Oh, and, uh no,
0: I, I forgot, was he doing that on this episode as well?
1: I think so, because they have multiple segments.
0: Okay, because I also remember, um. He 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 was doing an episode when he it as the old lady and then the old man.
1: Yeah, well I think I could be wrong, but I think he was doing that again. Okay. And then I forgot to I forgot to mention um at the beginning of this episode, um Repo Man had attacked uh Randy Savage.
0: Oh yeah, because he made he had late payments on his like, cowboy hat. <laughs>
1: Yeah and then um and then uh, at the end of the episode uh Reepa, man repossessed um Savage's car. So that was kind of funny.
2: <laughs> you see people man, is funny.
1: Yeah, I, I can see it now. Um but then uh, the main event of of this card was uh Rick Flair versus El Matador Tito Santana.
0: This
1: was a bad gimmick. El yeah, yeah. Just let Tito be T- Tito. He doesn't need to be El Matador, right? You know, and like he had his hair quaffed like a fucking bullfighter. <laughs> it was kind of uh. Weird.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: Um. So then this sets up perfect and uh, Flair's mm-hmm. confrontation for. Uh, next week because Flair got on the mic after the after the match and was very pissed off in typical Ric Flair fashion um, saying that the company wasn't big enough for the two of them and that next week they were going to have a loser leaves uh, WWF match. I was kind of surprised they didn't save this for the pay-per-view
0: Right? because right. originally it that's like was- a pay-per-view match.
1: Because originally, that's what I thought they were doing, because earlier, like, in Episode 1, they were going over all the um, Royal Rumble participants, so obviously, this match was only two weeks away from, talking about Episode 2, this one was only two weeks away from the upcoming Royal Rumble, so I thought they were putting over a match between uh, Flair and, and um, Perfect for that, but apparently... Apparently, they didn't want to hold off till the pay-per-view. Uh,
0: this was around the time that uh, he left uh, to go back to WCW.
1: Yes, and that's what this was setting up. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it really wasn't an important show.
2: But, uh, I mean, uh, it was...
1: Cer- wow. I thought it was certainly better than
2: the first one.
0: I have asked did you notice Marginetti's opponent?
2: Oh, yeah, the... Uh,
0: Glenn Ruth and Banger Thrasher.
1: Yes, I did. And it was weird to see him in a, in a different uh, you know, kind of gimmick thing.
0: Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> All right, now, fans, uh, we already went through these um, last week. Uh, but like I said at the top of the segment, my co-host just watched these for the first time today. So we went through them again. I wanted to get his thoughts. Now, Ben, you're going to watch uh, the 25th, right? The next one, which will oh, have, have flair in our perfect.
1: Yes, and then after after that, I'm going to start with the February episodes. Yeah, so, and,
0: and there are three uh, episodes in February. There's the first, the 15th, and the 22nd, and then we're all caught up.
1: Yeah, so I'll be all caught up by the time we come back on the air, Um Next
0: Saturday, so I kind of like doing these old like ritual rods and like just to see how different they were back then.
1: Well, they, and they were definitely different. It, it definitely took a adjustment period for me to get used to what I was looking at.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a good. But like, and I uh, like we uh, said uh, as well. We're gonna be looking at the pay per views, uh, not all of them because we covered the. Uh, some of them on past episodes like WrestleMania 9, so we're going to do Rumble 93 and SummerSlam 93 as they approach. Yes. Like, I believe Rumble 93 is next week? Yes. And uh, the week after is SummerSlam.
2: Or,
1: or we can do it the next week, because that's we can do it like the week of SummerSlam, I feel like.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. Okay, yeah, we can uh, switch them around. We can do Survivor Series uh, the following week, and then uh, the week of SummerSlam, we'll do SummerSlam in 83. Okay. So this will we cover the big four as well. Cool. All right, so we've, we'll be back shortly with the, the final segment. Ben's favorite wrestling roulette. Unless Absolutely. there's anything else.
2: Is there anything else? Nope. I'll be back shortly. All right, it is wrestling roulette, and
0: I play ten clip, ten seconds of twenty-one themes and uh, Michael has to guess which wrestler that theme belongs to. Ben, or are you ready for your first one? Yes. All right, here we go.
1: I'm not sure, although it does sound familiar.
0: That is Titus O'Neil.
1: Well, no wonder. Because when the last time we heard Titus O'Neil's <laughs>
0: okay.
1: entrance thing?
0: Uh, g- the greatest royal Rumble when he slid under the rain. <laughs> oh,
1: God. That <laughs> <laughs> was so funny.
2: You
0: JBL. JBL. One and one. Track three. Here we go. I'm not sure. That is Ivy
1: Nile. Well, I don't watch NXT, so there you
2: go.
1: (laughs) All right, one and two. Is that, uh, is that William Regal? No, sounded Alfie Regal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I see what you did there. That's Cherry Lawler.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. think you want to take a guess? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say thanks for the layup, Selena. Selena Vega. <laughs> there you go. Is that Taz?
0: That is Taz. Cool. All right, here we go. Three
2: and
1: three. Here we go. Track number seven. I spin in the face of people who don't want to be cool. You know what cool is? First of all, spinning is disgusting. <laughs> 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 oh, God, it's a pet peeve. It's very really popular in baseball, but uh, Carlito is a wrestler, so we'll go with Carlito.
0: All right,
2: Carlito.
1: Four and three. Here we go. Track eight. Edge. Edge. Very fitting early Edge team, considering considering that's who I think this uh, this brooding pr- uh, promo is uh, referring to.
0: Yeah, it's not Dominic's heel turn. They're not going to relive the Eddie Guerrero is his real dad story. Stop it. All
1: right, here we go. I'm not sure.
0: That is Colonel Mustafa.
1: Oh god. I, I prefer the godfather.
0: What do you mean for the godfather? Where was the connection?
1: Cur- Colonel. Mu- I thought he was Colonel Mustafa too.
0: No. That's, Kama Mustafa. Colonel Mustafa was the Sheikh.
1: Oh. I'm bad. Sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Alright, so, uh, six and uh, five and four? Yeah. Alright. Track ten, here
1: we go. Road dog. No, it's not. It's New Age It still counts, bitch. Oh, you didn't know.
0: Yeah, why didn't they put add that onto this so version? This Jeez. is off this is off the anthology CD. Good God! And they didn't add that part.
2: It's weird.
0: Yeah, six and
1: four. Here we go. Holler if you hear me. WWE Hall of Famer Scott Steiner.
0: Scott Steiner. All right. Seven
1: and four. Go try 12. Oh, God, I can never get that one. I always want to say Rusev, but I know that's not it. Uh, can you play it one more time? All
0: right. Here we go. Is
1: that Jack Swagger?
0: No, that is Alpha Academy.
1: Oh, <laughs> All right,
0: seven five
1: Shoo. Oh. please. <laughs>
0: I'm surprised they haven't released that one yet, Death Rebel. Alright, here we go. Track number 13.
1: We're going to skip that one. I guarantee you that's never been used. That must be an anthology version.
0: Uh, actually, that has been used. Oh, God. Pass. I don't know. That is Cody Rhodes when he was wearing the mask. Remember? And he was using uh, this version of uh, Smoke and Mirrors.
1: Well how am I supposed to get that from... oh uh, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: 7 and uh, 6. So okay, here's track 14, Are you ready?
2: Yeah.
1: sure
0: how are you supposed to get anything from that I'm gonna give you another five seconds oh
1: uh the fiend
0: no what no
1: who was it that is Finn Balor. Oh shit! Yeah, the demon Finn Balor. Okay.
0: All right, so, no, no one can get that from the that first ten seconds, that heartbeat or whatever.
2: Yeah, it's a, that's right, weird.
0: So, seven and seven. All right, track fifteen. Here we go.
1: Doll Sigler?
0: Nope. Who was it? Wasn't. That is Wade Barrett.
2: No. <laughs>
1: All
0: right, so uh, ch- uh, ch- seven and seven eight. Seven eight. Right, track sixteen. Here we go.
1: Kevin Owens.
0: Kevin Owens, eight and eight. All right, track seventeen. Here we go. Yeah, I'm
2: priceless.
1: Oh,
0: baby, I'm priceless. There ain't no number. Uh, Teddy Bionci Jr. Teddy Bionci Jr. Nine and eight. Here, track uh, uh fifteen, right. Uh,
1: no, sorry, no, it says seventeen. Uh, well,
2: this
0: would be eighteen. Yeah, that's yeah, track eighteen coming up. We can see you have seven one seventeen eight. Okay? Blue
2: collar working man. All right. Let's go. That
1: is. That is Otis slash Heavy Machinery.
0: Well, if you just said Otis, you're right. right. (laughs) Because this is uh, his uh, single theme, yeah. All right, so we are 9
1: and 9, 18. No, 10 and and 8.
0: Yeah, 10 and 8. All right, track 19, ready?
2: Yep.
1: Yo yo yo. Papa a 40 and check your rollies. It's prime time. Oh, man, bring in, bring in, bring in those... Rest in peace, Jack Asshard. You truly are a badass. That is crime time.
0: Crime time. Alright. Eleven and eight. Two more gun. Yes, you ready? Yep. Check twenty. Yeah, I don't know. That is Mustafa Ali.
1: Well, how am I supposed to get that? He's never on TV. What the hell?
2: (laughs) All
0: right, so uh, 11 and uh, 9. Yeah.
2: Last one. Are you ready? Yes, sir.
1: slightest fucking clue
0: that is Tori Wilson
1: oh I'm sorry
0: <laughs> alright so let's see uh, 11 and 10 11 and 10 not well, bad didn't do too well didn't do too bad you did well
2: very
1: good
0: alright so let's see you bring the show to a close yes sir <laughs> All right, uh, that's it. Another episode of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I'm Elio. He's Ben. We'll be back here next Saturday. Ben, say goodnight to the fans.
2: We'll
1: we'll see you later, guys. And uh, hopefully hopefully we don't have to do NXT again for a while because I always feel stupid when... uh, when Leo does one of those because I'm like, I don't watch these things. But, but we have plenty that I do watch, so hopefully that, uh, that helped a little bit. And we'll see you next time.